You're listening to the Diary Discoveries podcast brought to you by Sally'sDiaries.com. Now here's your hosts, Sally Ivey and Jeff Richards. Welcome back, everybody, to Diary Discoveries, and this is the last month of Violet's Diary. December. Yeah, and I'm a bit sad. We've been working on this for about three months now, and it's gone too fast for me. I was enjoying it so much, but there's still more to cover. There's still more we're going to do. Oh, yeah. And there'll be other diaries after this that we'll be doing that are just as good. Of course. This is not the end of Diary Discoveries by far. But yes, we have the wrap-up episode coming after this one, and we'll be talking about a lot of things. But I think we could lead off with one thing that uh, really came out. So far, nobody has heard it and written to us yet. But I found out about it right away Sunday morning. Sally came and told me, you're not going to believe this. Well, <laughs> you he published November's episode about two o'clock in the morning. Right. I get up, I have my coffee, I'm looking for photos to put on my website that have to do with November's. And I found a wonderful photo, which is on the website of Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade showing Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. But under that photo, it said... Thanksgiving Day Parade, November 29th, 1934. And why is that a big deal, Jeff? Well, because Violet wrote on November 22nd, saw the parade, gobble, gobble. Remember all that? Yeah. She wrote Thanksgiving Day as the 22nd, which was the fourth Thursday of November. But as we dug into this, and I also have to say, I feel responsible because I'm the one who looked up the parade and said, oh, yeah, they did the parade in 34, and that's probably the one they saw. And I was thinking Fourth Thursday myself. I'm going, yep, it's the Fourth Thursday. That year, 1934, it was the Fifth Thursday. And the whole tradition of the Fourth Thursday didn't start in America until like 1939. The president... Franklin Delano Roosevelt moved the day up one week to help out with people's moods and because of the depression and to kind of uplift everybody. So we learned something. We learned a big one. And you know what? In a way, I know it was shocking, mm-hmm. but it only added to our suspicious file. I mean, oh, yeah. it kind of didn't surprise us. Like I went, okay, here's another one. And again, the mystery keeps building and it's, a little bit of evidence pointing towards something that we'll share with you later, of course. Yes, absolutely. So, some questions, some answers. And then there's Robert's discovery. Oh, right. Yeah, he is the historian in Bennington, Vermont, and he has been following this very carefully. He's been checking out the newspapers, the banner, and everything. And he said, you know, Human Bondage with Betty Davis, the movie, did come out in 1934, but it was not playing at the theaters in Bennington and or any of the surrounding theaters. Not to say that she and Detective D didn't go somewhere else. Right. They could have driven further into New York because Albany's only 33 miles away and other cities. So it's very possible because that movie was widely distributed, I read, by July of 1934. So They could have gone somewhere else, and she just didn't indicate where. Right. But they didn't see it in Bennington. This brings us to the idea of check 
things out when you read other people's diaries. I mean, I do all kinds of fact checking just to make sure. Here's a question, Sally. How many diaries have you read where you actually thought maybe they're making this up? You know, that this isn't a fact. Why aren't things matching? Why, you know, there's some things that are just specific and right on. And then some things that I'm going, this doesn't work. One. Out of the 10,000 diaries <laughs> I have read, there is one, and it's this one. Well, maybe the Mexican drug trip where they were on mushrooms when they were writing. <laughs> that, a... There might be some doubtful ones in there. <laughs> because they were high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we'll throw that one out. So, again, yeah. this has been a challenge, but we have been up for the challenge. And I don't know if I would want it any other way, to tell you the truth. It has. Okay, so we're, we were going down one direction thinking certain things. And clearly we cannot go down that direction solely. We have to look at other possibilities. And there are so many. We're going to have a lot of fun with this last episode of this series. And we're going to call it what our wrap up or Mm -hmm. our, what do we have another theories and thoughts? We're going to title it something like that to explain a lot of this stuff. I'm excited to do that one. I'm excited to share. Yeah. Well, Until then, I think we should get to the December entries. Let's do. And you know, we'll do a few bits and pieces as far as our commentary. But Violet, it's all yours. Saturday, December 1st. Now Kay is coming down with a cold. I always like to share. (laughs) I am willing to wait on her as long as she doesn't ring a bell. Made her hot soup and put her to bed. Snowing again. We must have a foot since last week. Sunday, December 2nd. Detective D came to spend time with me. We talked for hours, cuddled up. The only light came from the fireplace. Romantic. He is a wonderful man, and I think we can make a go of it. Just won't rush into anything. Monday, December 3rd. Worked. Almost drove off the road with car. Road's very icy. Love the house, but so far away from work, driving in winter. Brought home some hot food for Kay. She is feeling better, but still has temp. Tuesday, December 4th. Town putting up Christmas decorations. It looks lovely. The stores are playing Christmas music. By the time it does get here, everyone will be sick of hearing it. Friday, December 7th. Went to party with Detective D. Got out my best green party dress. Wore the emeralds that Vic gave me. I was stunning, if I do say so myself. I looked good. Danced and met his friend. Saturday, December 8th. Detective D wants me to meet his family. His parents are anxious to meet the woman he saved from harm. Sunday, December 9th. Went to Detective D's parents for dinner. Nervous as a cat, but turned out to be enjoyable. They welcomed and hugged me. Felt like I've known them for years. His father said I once fixed him up at hospital. He had broken a finger. I got a kick out of hearing Violet read her entry on 
Tuesday, December 4th. Town putting up Christmas decorations. It looks lovely. The stores are playing Christmas music. By the time it does get here, everyone will be sick of hearing it. And I was thinking to myself, what would they think now when stores start putting up stuff for Christmas? Like, I think this year I saw stuff in the beginning of October, almost before Halloween, some Christmas things. It was very interesting. And what does it say about us that, you know, we're putting up stuff earlier and earlier and earlier? It's well, People uh, can buy and buy and buy. But I oh thought boy. the same thing you did. I thought, well, wait a minute, Violet, it's December 4th. Shouldn't they be putting it up? Because we put it up in November or earlier. <laughs> yeah. So I thought the same thing. Well, anyway, that was just kind of an interesting point. So... And then Detective D, she's getting very close to him. And I feel good for Violet. You know, she's has a new man in her life, even though she is going to a party and wearing the jewels Vic got her. Mm-hmm. But and why not? She's got him. I agree. And I would love to see that necklace, by the way. Oh, for sure. 1930s emerald necklace. Yeah. And then she meets Detective D's parents and looks like she had met his father before that. Yeah, at the ER or in the hospital, mm-hmm. fixed up his broken finger. Yeah. So that's interesting. There you go. Well, <laughs> a new man in her life, a new boyfriend, I should say, because he came into her life a while ago, but they're quite the item. And it seems a bit more on the positive side as far as like more normal. Yeah. So we'll see where this goes. Monday, December 10th. Worked two car accidents. Roads are treacherous here in the winter. I should be in the south of France. I hate winter. Maybe I should see if Kay would like to take trip next year. Tuesday, December 11th. Told Kay we should save up and plan a trip. Perhaps take the train to Florida. I hear that they have wonderful resorts and the beaches are the best around. But where does one buy a bathing suit in winter? Wednesday, December 12th. Decided to make trip in January. Invited B and T along. Told them to save up and we'll take train to Miami. Gotta get away from the cold. Thursday, December 13th. K wants to invite GT and told me to ask Detective D. I don't know if I'm ready for that type of vacation yet. I still have feelings for Vic and have times I want to cry. Friday, December 14th. Mentioned trip to Detective D and he wants to go. He has vacation time saved and wants to get out of the cold. I guess we're all going together. Maybe fun. I hope so. Saturday, December 15th. Mrs. A will watch over the house while we're gone. She and Mr. C will move into house. I will make sure to give them some money before I leave. Sunday, December 16th. Went to attic to get some summer clothes for trip. Where did I put the beach towel used at the lake? Monday, December 17th. Told work I need to go back to part-time. Hard to work, take care of large house, and have time for myself. Tuesday, December 18th. Moved our trip to Christmas week. We will leave December 26th. Detective D got tickets for us. Sleeper car. No backing out now. Did a little Christmas shopping for friends and also for me. Wednesday, December 19th. So much to do. We leave next week. Kay also has changed her work hours. We'll only work afternoons. 
She thinks GT will ask her to marry soon. I'm happy, but at the same time I'm panicking. Me, alone in this house? Can I do it? Thursday, December 20th. B and T stopped. They hate they can only bring two luggage bags each. Told them to take only what is necessary. We can buy things in Miami and ship home. Friday, December 21st. Worked my last long day. Exhausted. Hot bath, washed hair, made cake, bed. Saturday, December 22nd. Helped Mrs. A bring some items to the house. Showed her around and gave her spare key and money. Sunday, December 23rd. Spent day cooking items for Mrs. A to have when she comes. Dusted, washed the kitchen and bathroom floors. Scrubbed the tub down. Finally got my luggage out to pack. Well, most of those entries had to do with them planning a trip to Florida. And specifically, Miami. So all I want to say is I'm going to give you a little hint. Keep Miami in the back of your mind right now. And I'll tell you a little bit more later about that. But yeah, a trip. And I am wondering if she's going to pay for it. Well, it looks like the money is playing a role here. Violet's going to drop her hours back. And Kay is too. Mm -hmm. So they're sharing the house. Now they don't need to work as much. Why? The money. The money. And isn't it funny? All of a sudden, you know, this happens and she's dating Detective T and then Kay's got a new boyfriend. Let's go on a trip, all of us. Let's head to Miami, Florida because we can, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So everybody's packing up and it's funny. It's at the end of the diary and everybody's getting ready to go and what a... Oh, yeah. And you brought up the whole thing about getting a swimsuit. Oh, yes. it's like, yeah, you can't just order it online and get it year-round. So the stores would pack away all their inventory for the summer. So, yeah, where would you buy a swimsuit? Exactly. I mean, you Sears catalog, I think, was big, but then you have to wait for it to be shipped to you. Well, we're at the end of December, everybody. So here's Violet with the last couple of entries of 1934. Monday, December 24th. Noel, Noel, happy Christmas Eve. Packing done. Kay is still trying to fit three months of clothes into a small bag. Says she just doesn't know what to wear. Sitting on her luggage trying to get it to close is a sight to behold. Tuesday, December 25th. Merry Christmas. I am lucky to have such wonderful friends. This year has been a roller coaster ride for me. Just when I got to the top of the coaster, I fell to the bottom. I've learned a lot and also hope gotten smarter. Time will tell. The joy that Detective D brings into my life is a godsend. I think of Vic and miss him. But it is getting easier. Tomorrow is the big trip. I'm nervous being with Detective D all day and night. Unsure of my feelings for him. Hesitate that I may make the same mistake. I have also realized that I'm going from gangster to policeman. A little ironic, don't you think? Wednesday, December 26th. We leave at 3 p.m. 
Detective D picked up Mrs. A and Mr. C, brought them to the house early, gave them more money as gift. B and T and GT arrive for lunch. Mr. C will drive us to station. One of Detective D's friends will take the luggage. We'll write when I return. Hope I have something swell to write about. All I know is, today, I feel alive again. What a way to end Violet's diary. Everybody's getting ready to board a train. All the characters, the cast of characters, a lot of them are together now. And they're heading on a trip together. They're at the station. And I find it very interesting that she says, hope I have something swell to write about for when she gets back. Mm -hmm. I wish there was another diary. Oh, wouldn't that be great? It could be out there. It could be, yeah. And then all I know is today, she says, and this is all in capital letters, the next phrase, I feel alive again. What a way to end this diary. The beginning of the diary, she's at a New Year's Eve party, and she meets a man, Vic. And at the end of the diary, she writes, I feel alive again. And so much has happened between those two dates. And he's not alive. And he's not alive. (laughs) Yeah. Or was he ever? (laughs) No, I mean, you know. Exactly. Well, we have a special interview. And that interview is with my daughter-in-law, Stacy. I wanted to know what it was like being Violet to read the words, because I read diaries every day, sometimes two or three. She doesn't. And so it was a very new experience for her. And I loved what she had to say. What did you think when we asked you to do the voice of Violet? Well, at first, I was not too sure about how my voice was going to sound. I've never thought of myself as having a voice that would be good for something like this. But I have to say the setup and just the microphones, the equipment and everything is unreal how much goes into this. And I don't even feel like it sounds like me sometimes. It's just so clean. And so being able to hear that you know, back through the headphones kind of reassured me as I was moving through it that, that I I was going to be able to pull this off, and and I had a super fun time doing it, kind of immersing myself in someone else's life and becoming her for a little bit was just a very unique experience that I don't think a lot of people have the opportunity to do. So this diary... Uh, violets. I've had probably for 10 years now. And I know I've talked about the story that, I mean, it's one of my favorite diaries. So you've been around when I've talked about it, but you really never knew the full story until now. I didn't know. This was always one of the standout diaries that was mentioned every time. So I knew just a little bit of, I guess, kind of a summary of her story, uh, just all of the things that happened to her. It was, you know, just as eye-opening to me, I think, as the listeners, because I had no idea how the story unfolded either. We, uh, it was Jeff's idea too, so I, I'm just got to put this on record. There is a certain word that Stacy does not like. <laughs> it's not a bad word. It's not a cuss word or anything, but it's just a word that, you know, that all of us have certain words. And Jeff goes, 
you know what we need to do? We need to make a, I had typed up the whole script. And he says, on that one, let's give her a fake page and insert that word into (laughs) many areas, many areas. (laughs) And so when she came over that one day and started reading in September, she goes, what'd you say? You looked at it and went, I can't read this. (laughs) (laughs) And we taped that. It was and said it to her husband, of course, because he knew all about this practical joke. So we've had a lot of fun up here. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to tell you, you, from both of our standpoints, did an amazing job being Violet. And we appreciate you. you so much. Thank you. I had a blast doing it. So now I would like to ask you, Jeff, what was this experience for you? How did it make you feel? What did what did you take away from it? Well, a lot like Stacy, you had told me about this diary. And of course, I was curious. And then once we got into it, my mind certainly went down one path. I wanted it to be that way the entire time. Then things started coming up and I had to alter my thinking, which is good because I had to explore other possibilities. I had to come up with, well, this could have happened or that could have happened. The diary world that I had been exposed to before was different than this in many ways. And I don't want to say I'm disappointed. I'm not. Because like you said, we have been able to learn so much. This person is out there. Somebody wrote this, right? I wanted it to be this violet this nurse. Oh, I see what you're saying. You see what yes. I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I, I wanted it to be the story. And it just may not be. And in a way, you are getting to know Violet mm-hmm. firsthand by her words and going along with her story. Oh, yeah. So many of the entries, like when she talked about Sherman the dog, yes. I mean, were funny to me. Because I've had my own experience with yappy dogs, right? Mm-hmm. Which probably came out. <laughs> yeah, <I think> that... <laughs> then your experiences being a firefighter and what you were talking about, how the same people kept coming in yeah. to see Violet, that really... Oh, yeah. It's like I totally identified with that, seeing regulars. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, yeah. I mean, that's a thing. And I felt sorry for her. So I went down that path and I've had to look at it differently now and... I still enjoy it. It's a great story, and there's elements of truth for sure. It brings up even a bigger mystery. Who wrote this and why? Mm -hmm. The other thing I thought, too, with you, you have helped me, of course, research other diaries, but not as extensively as Violet and Vix. Mm -hmm. This was a lot of work, fun work for us, especially you, because you're the editor. But we had to record Stacy. We had to record us and have it all put together. We had to research all within a week before another episode would come out. This is the first time we've ever done an episode a week. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot of research, too, and diving in. And we learned so much about life in the 1930s. I think it's been a great experience. And what a story, you know? What a story. (laughs) So if you've listened to other stories that we've done on the podcast— I get into them and I feel like I know the people. And it's especially like when we did the Rocky Mountain Legacy episode, when, if you haven't heard that yet, we had an experience that had never happened to you before. And it hit me emotionally to have read that story 
seen her picture, read her words, kind of got to know her. And then all of a sudden, I hear that voice. And it was her. It blew me away. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's all I can say about, I, I really enjoy getting into these stories and, and then learning about the people. I, I, biographies have always been my favorite type of genre for reading. Mm-hmm. So if they're kind of like that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take us back a tiny bit. In June, Jeff and I are actually going to go to Pingree Park, Colorado, where Hazel, the gal that wrote the Colorado Diary that we have a podcast on, Rocky Mountain Legacy, we are going to visit the homestead and see the graves. And boy, I get choked up just saying that. The thing that I got out of this, and I get new things every single time I read a diary. I experience new things. I also thought, okay, Violet, her world, this is a crazy world, learning about her. But the more we started researching, the more things came up that didn't quite match up, yet some of them did. And that added to my level of excitement. Oh, yeah. Because I am ruthless when it comes to finding out who wrote something, why they wrote it. And so it took me in a direction that I have to say, I learned about two people that I'll share with you later that really have touched my heart Mm -hmm. because of Violet's diary. Oh, yeah. It led you to this. Yeah. So I think we'll end here and tell everybody, come back for our wrap-up episode because you're going to get to hear Sally's theory. And this is a doozy. It's possible, entirely possible, and it's amazing. So we'll just see where it goes, and we'll hope you'll come back and listen. Yeah, and thank you, everyone, for going along this journey with us. This has been the comments, everybody. It's just been really a wonderful, wonderful experience for me. Yep. All right, we'll see you next week.